Welcome to my Soul Life podcast and our Soul Life conversations. I'm your host, Susan Scollin, and in these episodes, I'll be here supporting and guiding you as we open up and explore who we truly are to live our soul life now. See you inside. A quick reminder for you that all the information shared in this podcast is my experience and the experience of my guest. It's not medical or mental health advice, diagnosis or treatment, and I'd encourage you to seek professional advice where needed. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another Soul Life Conversation. It's so great to be here with you. Today, we are diving a little bit deeper into intuition, and I've been talking about this for a while and telling you that it's going to be coming. So we're diving into the Claire senses, and for all of us, we all have this ability to sense um, this intuitive knowing effectively to sense that something is in alignment or out of alignment. However, we can get caught up in our heads, right? It's been such a theme across my podcast around how we can get caught up in our heads and think we need to work our way into doing something or not doing something. But really, it's actually the emotions or the feelings that we have in our body, or for those of you who are, who are slightly different, which I'll go into in a minute, it's it's tapping into that sense that you have around what is true for you and what will be the best fit for you. And that doesn't mean that we don't have to make head decisions sometimes. Of course we do. We still want to put food on the table for our family. We still want to, you know, get our kids into the schools that we want to get them into. We still want to drive a particular car. And sometimes that's an emotional pull, but sometimes it's a mental pull around exactly what we need to do and where we need to go. So I like to think about the decisions we make being a combination of the two Um, and not necessarily literally, but feeling into, and I'm using feeling because that's how it plays out for me, but I'll talk about that in a sec, feeling into what works for me and then going, okay, how can that look? What is, what are the what are the decisions that I have to use in my head, you know, going and doing some research, finding out the things that I need to know, and then coming back and going, okay, does this still sit well with me? And sometimes we can do that. And sometimes we need to make snap decisions, right? So allow both processes to come into play or the the different things that we can do. Um, In terms of allowing those emotional decisions or allowing those feelings to come in, and working through it. If this is new to you, definitely start by just doing low hanging fruit. Maybe it's exercise for you. Maybe it's eating. These are the things and what you're going to eat that day. These are the things that we want to do or are we are already doing in the case of eating. So tapping into our intuition and utilizing it to then go, do you know what? It's leading me down this direction. And I know that it doesn't stop um, food on the table for everybody else in my family, or it doesn't stop um, the decision that I make for schooling, or it doesn't stop um, making that phone call that I really need to make about the bills that need to be paid. It doesn't stop any of that, but this is something I'm going to do anyway. So tapping into those things that we do on the everyday and utilizing or practicing these skills. So let's walk through the five Claire senses, and they're all based on 
our senses. It was funny, I was having a conversation with Teddy last night about what our senses are. And I just asked him and he couldn't tell me what they were. And then when we finished, he came back and said, I could have told you, I think about um, the feeling one. He goes, I could have told you about that one. I can't remember now. It was like too late when we were having this conversation, but he, he intuitively knew about one of them, but he couldn't, he didn't know about the other four. And I've never had that conversation with him. And it's not something that school is naturally going to teach him either. So helping him understand what his senses are and then how he can utilize them. It's probably the next piece of work that I'm going to be doing with him over time, of course. So the first one is clairvoyant, and this is one we hear about a lot because we will go and see a clairvoyant for advice, for guidance in terms of where we're going in life. So they, anybody with clairvoyance have a, can see, can see potentially the future. Um, they don't necessarily always see the future. For example, I see numbers a lot, so I have a set, not a set few numbers that the the universe provides to me and I know that when I see them that I'm in alignment and that I'm right where I'm meant to be and I have asked them for these particular numbers because there was a period of like 12 months ago um, where I was just getting just bombarded with numbers and they were echo repeating numbers so they were same numbers over and over and over again i.e. 111 or 2222 or 99 Um, And I wasn't getting any particular sequence. So I said to the universe, you need to be specific about what what you want to tell me. Um, And if I'm in alignment, these are the numbers that I want to see. And so for me, when I'm fully in alignment, it'll be one, two, three, four. And the universe does play around with that. So I do get a variation of that. So I might get one, four, three, two. Um, And then I know I'm still in alignment. We're just getting the numbers that is best, they can best deliver for me in that moment. If I get one, two, three or one, three, four, I still know that I'm in alignment. So it's like a smaller version of that bigger number. Um, And I've been testing that out this year. So I didn't go, oh, well, it must be a variation. Therefore, it's true, right? I didn't say that. What I said is, okay, how do I feel in this moment? I feel like I'm in the right space. Let's keep moving forward. And then when those numbers, a variation of one, two, three, four would pop up, I'd test it out again and go, do I feel in alignment? Yes, I do. Okay, keep moving forward from that position. So hopefully that gives you something to play around with. And thinking about clairvoyant, like I said, it's not about projecting into the future. That's one aspect of it. Um, And some people have that gift. And if you speak to anybody, they will say that we are innately born with these gifts and they lift off us at some point through our conditioning. And so it is completely possible for us to dive back into those spaces. But of course, it takes experimentation. It takes working with the right people to be able to deepen your connection with them as well and being around the right people to do that. So the other thing for me And it's interesting for Chris, I don't know that he knows about this, but I'll share it over here anyway. Um, For me, if I see Porsches, then I know the car, then I know that I'm in alignment, that I'm, that everything is, I'm right where I'm meant to be. For Chris, and it's probably what I see, I don't know he sees it so much, but 
if I see a Mustang, then I know that he's in alignment and things are flowing for him as well. So again, it's not this vision, this whole amazing story that can be created in front of you. There are these other signs that come in in that clairvoyant space. So seeing numbers, seeing butterflies, for example, is is how I know my brother is around. Um, seeing the Porsches, seeing the Mustangs, um, sometimes having my dog or our dog, who really I'm third in line in our family, but when she comes and sits on me, I know that I have spirits around me at that time. So there are those symbols that happen in our lives and that is still wrapped into that clairvoyance or seeing space. Now the next one is clairaudient and this is hearing. So for some people, they will be able to hear something um, and that will come through, whether it be coming like through literally verbally, like they'll hear a whisper, or whether for me it sort of pops up in my mind. So it's kind of, I'm still playing around with it, but the universe keeps sending me these little signs to say, hey, you are clairaudient, you do have that skill as well. Um, so have a look at it. And clairaudient is is again something that we don't associate with. We associate more with that clairvoyance because we've heard more about it. But clairaudient is a skill um, that we can develop and we can notice over time. And an example for me on this was we had a new player starting in our netball team and I turned up to netball training this particular night. I hadn't met her and this woman walked towards the group. It wasn't, I wasn't there with my team. There was a bigger group there and she just walked towards me. And in my mind, all I heard was that's this person and gave me the name of the person. And I was just like, oh, okay. And I did the whole show off, like seriously, <laughs> that's pretty cool. And then I just allowed the, the, the process effectively to play out. And then I met them and I knew. So I knew that that was the person that I was there to, um, there and playing with, um, and that would be on our team. So hearing that come into me was clairaudient. So again, another thing to play around with and just be aware of when does this come up in your life? Where do these signs come up and you know something before you actually know it? The next one is clairsentient, and this is the one that plays out really strongly for me in my own life, and this is all about feeling. So an inner knowing, it can be your gut typically, um, or I like to, you know, dabble over with human design, so my emotional solar plexus, and allowing myself to ride that wave. But just this feeling that I'm in the right space um, feeling that everything is going well or feeling when it's not quite right and then having a look at why it's not quite right. Is it out of alignment with me? Am I in the wrong place at the wrong time? Has this event that I've gone to just, has it just got the wrong kind of energy in there for me? And maybe I don't need to stay as long as I should. And maybe while I'm there, I'm going to sit on the outside and just watch the crowd and not really get super engaged in it, um, but be there and be present for anybody that comes towards me. I do that a little bit. And it's really interesting to watch how who comes to me in those events and what they're actually looking for at the time. So recently I was at an event um, a, few mo- a few months ago and uh, the event was like I was happy to be there. We were there for a celebration, 
But there were things happening in that event that, you know, people smoking and I don't smoke. And it was quite, quite foggy, like smoky, this particular area. So I stepped out, which meant I was standing by myself um, just off to the side and it was dark. So basically I was standing in the dark and that was okay. And I was happy and I kept reminding myself that I was okay to be there and it was okay for me to do this because in the past I would have people pleased and I would have been in that environment, but I just, I just can't do it anymore and I choose not to. And I didn't want to be rude to anybody, so I made sure that I talked to anybody that came around um, and was just clear about what was going on for me. Anyway, I then um, had a couple of people come to me separately and they were talking about their personal challenges and opportunities that they had within their lives and really opened up to me. Now I have the gate of the listener from human design so therefore people do tend to do that and I was able to coach them a little bit without them really knowing that I was coaching them. I just asked them a few questions um, and then we kind of came to a conclusion around why they actually came to me. They didn't realize it was happening Um, But they saw that end sort of result and had something to take away and think about. And that was, that was it. That was how I knew that I was in the right space at the right time because I had this feeling that I was there and doing the work that I was meant to be doing, even though it was a party. Um, But for me, that was the space that I needed to be in. So coming back to that feeling, does a room feel good to you? If it doesn't feel good to you, why are you there? What's going on? Have a look. Just pay attention. Keep your senses aware. And then there's clear aliens, which is all about smell. This isn't one that I have that I'm aware of. Um, I certainly can smell things that I don't like um, and I can smell things that I do like, but Teddy has a really strong sense of smell and I know this from his human design. So he will naturally go, oh, that's yuck. That smells gross. And he will verbally speak it out. And so I know when something is in alignment with him, but when that smelling happens, for those that do have a clear sense for it, they're going to get a message, much like the clairaudient. When I hear something, that's a message that's coming through. So for somebody that is clear aliens, that smell is actually going to bring a message through for them. So is this something that plays out in your life? Do you smell things and you have a message come through, whether it be a signpost or numbers or a butterfly or a voice that comes through into your body? What it, what happens for you? Have a play with that. Have a look at it and see how you can tap into that a little bit more. And then we have Claire Gustance, which is all about taste. So this is a really cool one, I think. <laughs> when people actually eat and taste something, they can get messages. Again, it could be a sign on the wall. It could be uh, numbers. It could be somebody walking into an event. It could be a voice within yourself. So having a look at what happens for you in that space. Again, this isn't one that I have noticed that has happened in my own life. Um, usually when I taste something and I don't like it, well, that's what I'm going to say is that's yuck. <laughs> But it's not about getting a message either way, as far as I'm aware at this point. But that could be the message in itself, right? So having a look at it, playing with it, seeing what comes up for you and experimenting in these spaces is really beneficial, like really, really beneficial. Because 
we make decisions in our lives like every single day. And from the previous episode that I talked about decisions was, you know, we make off the top of my head, we're making about 35,000 decisions a day. And so if we can tap into our intuition and use our intuition to guide us, they're no longer really decisions. Like it's already decided. You just know which way to go because your intuition is telling you. And so you're really engaged in who you are and what's important to you. So when we can get to know which of these clear senses is strongest for us, and for some of us, like I've talked about, you will be across a spectrum of them. You don't necessarily just have one. You could, but you could have two, three, four, or you could have all five of them. And they could play out for you in different ways. So one of the really good ways to to monitor this or create deeper awareness around it is to keep a journal. And the journal will really help you see what's going on. Um, We think we can do that in our mind, but of course we get lost in all the other things that we have going on. Like I said, we've got 35,000 decisions we're making each day. We have between 60 to 80,000 thoughts in our head. So actually writing it down will help bring some clarity and deepen our awareness so we will notice it the next time. So how about you start opening up a journal, and I will do this too, and we will start writing down what happens? What have we noticed? How did we feel at the time? Did we feel really open at the time? Because that's typically how I feel when something comes into me. I feel really open, but I'm not attached to anything. I'm not looking for anything. I'm just there. And then it starts to flow for me. So what does that flow look like for you? So I'm going to run through them again. So you've got this little recap and you can write them down in your journal to get started. And then see what happens. Sometimes you will pick one because you will intuitively know um, to focus on and then see see how that's playing out in your life. <clears throat> so you've got clairvoyant, seeing, clairaudient, hearing, clairsentience, feeling, clairaliance, smell, and clairgustance, which is taste. <clears throat> and as we move into creating our soul life, which we're all doing, and we've all been doing for a very long time, but we bring these tools in to create a deeper level of soul life, a deeper level of connection to ourselves and a deeper level of knowing. And when we can do that, we come from a place of love rather than resistance or anger or frustration because we know that we're in alignment and we're doing the things that are important to us and we no longer have to fight for them, which is a big one. I think we need to do a podcast on that as well. We know we can let go of that fight um, because we are who we are and we are exactly who we're meant to be and we are going to grow and love ourselves from that place. And when we do that, it gives everybody else the opportunity to, to get to know us as who we truly are and they can love us right where we are as well. All right. Thank you for this beautiful episode. I know this has been helpful for so many of you, so come over to my.soul.life.podcast on Instagram and share with me which one of these clear senses plays a major role in your life and which one would you like to develop more? Which one would you like to have a deeper knowing of? So come over and share with me. You can also share over on my website, susanscollin.com forward slash podcast. And 
yeah just um, find that find the show notes for this episode and you can write a comment on there as well and if this episode has resonated with you please share it with someone you love and that you know it will resonate with and come and join us on our soul life we're not far off kicking off um, and everything will be up on my website by the time this goes live so you can see all of that at susanscollin.com thank you so much for being here and thank you for being you i'll see you in the next episode bye